All right, I have uh, Nelson Scott here, an author of a of a new book. You have a few books, right? Uh, but uh, we're here to talk about this one specifically because you just launched it. I went, I attended your book launch, so I was really happy to be there in person and get you to sign my book. Um, I have you here today because it's Thanksgiving this weekend. Canadian Thanksgiving, that is. And I really thought it would be important to, because gratitude is is my mantra, my daily mantra. And uh, I feel it's important to continuously have conversations about gratitude, whether it be, you know, between families, friends. Uh, but the one that we're going to be specifically talking about is uh, gratitude in the workplace. But before we go into that subject, I would like to get to know a little bit more about Nelson. So please tell me a little bit about yourself. Well, I, I guess I'll begin by saying I'm a former teacher, former school administrator and system administrator. Uh, after 24 years, I left education and started doing cons some consulting work and training work. Mm. And that's where I've been for the last quite a few years now. It's getting getting to be a long time. <laughs> um, so uh, you're probably going to ask me how I got interested in staff recognition as a topic. Yes. And that goes back, oh, at least 20 probably years ago. I was mm -hmm. in Grand Prairie. I just done a day-long a workshop for small businesses on how to hire staff and someone at the end said i have a question for you you know this is a lot of work that you described to me why would i bother doing it if they just turn around and leave my real question is how do i keep them wow so, uh i wasn't sure well i wasn't sure what he was looking for was i supposed to say pay him more or give him better benefits yeah. or something like that but i didn't answer that i said let them know they are appreciated Hmm. And luckily for me, he didn't say, and what do you mean by that? Because at that point, I probably didn't have, I couldn't have defined what I had in mind. But hmm. here we are a couple of de decades later, and I think I have a better idea of how to express gratitude or appreciation or to yeah. say thank you in the workplace. Wow. So you must have done in that 20 years uh, start uh, doing research or just doing a lot of focus on on gratitude in the workplace. Can you expand on that? Certainly. Um, mm -hmm. Certainly. I looked at, I read a lot to find mm -hmm. out what the experts in the field were saying. And mm -hmm. uh, I got involved in the organization, which was at that time called the National Association for Employee Recognition. Now it's called Recognition Professionals International. Met some really skilled people. Um, you know, knowledgeable people there. And, uh, but the other thing that I found is I found out a lot just by listening to people. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I was doing workshops and one of the questions I asked um, people is, you know, how do you recognize staff? What, what's important in terms of staff recognition? And they started telling me about it. And yeah. even, well, as recently as uh, my book launch earlier this week, uh, mm -hmm. one of the activities there was I said, Think of the best. Give us. Think of the best example of re staff recognition, either that you've given or that you've received. And oh. I had the, that information written on post-it notes. And wow, there were ideas I had never thought of. So oh. we're always learning. I can always learn from. Uh, you know, really, as a speaker, I learn more from the audience than yeah. any of them learned from me. Wow. That's really amazing. You know, when you talk about listening, obviously that uh, 
that perks me up a little bit, right? So uh, maybe you can go into what aspects of listening are incorporated into, you know, gratitude in the workplace. Well, one of the most important gifts a manager, a supervisor, a frontline leader uh, can provide to his staff is focus on them, listen to them, you know, listen to what they have to say. Uh, you know, set up one-on-one meetings with people and, mm-hmm. you know, make sure that you, you know, close the door, make sure your your cell phone is turned off, no interruptions, and mm-hmm. then, you know, ask a couple questions, but really listen to what that person wants to talk about, because mm-hmm. you're going to learn a lot. Um, one of the ways we improve retention, for example, is something called a stay interview, where we go and we ask people, you know, what what about the, working here do you enjoy the most mm-hmm. you know are there things that are bothering you you know yeah. what would prompt you to leave mm-hmm. and then can we fix those things but again it's simply taking time spending time giving the gift of time to people mm-hmm. and using that time to listen to what they have to say well, and that's that's a that there's a lack of that, right? Because uh, in the workplace, I find even with the leaders, they're so busy that uh, most of them don't take the time to listen. <laughs> well, I'm glad you mentioned that because you know the book that I've just written. I mean, yeah. it is written for busy leaders. I know that yeah. when it comes to recognition, there are two things, two resources, important resources that uh-huh. people don't have much yeah. of and one is time and the other one is money right um, in my the subtitle of my first book which was called thanks great job was high value low cost staff recognition high value in the minds of the people receiving recognition because uh-huh. in the end who decides if recognition is meaningful the recipient not the person giving it and that's a good point low cost low cost means doesn't cost money doesn't take a lot of time yeah. and is simple to implement. Well, and I suppose like if you actually, like with everyone being busy, if you actually take the time to spend with, with you know, with these employees, I think in the long run, there there's many benefits. Can you go into that? Well, first of all, you get to know them as people. Um, and uh, that's critical. Yeah. One of the ways that we make recognition meaningful to people is providing recognition that is appropriate. Different mm-hmm. people need to be recognized in different ways. Yeah. If each of us have our own interests, hobbies, things that are important in our lives, if we can mm-hmm. somehow tie that to recognition, for example, um, if someone is about to go on a, a trip someplace, maybe to Europe, mm-hmm. uh, maybe to France, say, well, maybe share some information that you have on France or perhaps find them a guidebook and and, and uh, either give it to them, loan it to them so that they can use that to plan for their trip. Uh, if someone uh, uh, likes to cook or, um, you know, likes to sail or something, maybe find, give them a calendar with, you know, nice sailing pictures or recipes on or something like that. So it's getting mm-hmm. to know them. The other thing we need to know about people is their recognition preference. Not everyone. In fact, I would suggest, based on feedback and, and surveys I've done, less than half of us want to be recognized formally in public. We'd prefer just a quiet pat on the back or a little thank you note or some mm-hmm. simple gesture because that's somehow that seems more genuine, more sincere to us. And also, I mean, introverts aren't even going to go to events where they think they're going to be dragged that's up in right. front of a crowd yep. to be recognized. 
Actually, that's a good point uh, with that. Um, I actually had my son, who's a, a sea cadet. He's in a he's in a, a leadership role, and um, he he actually had to go to. Well, he didn't have to, but it was a paid camp, um, and they had to prepare these uh, cadet leaders for the camp because they were training the the younger generation, I guess you could say. And I was listening to him. He was in a in a, a meeting, a Zoom meeting, and they were talking about. Uh, commending, you know, certain cadets. And um, actually, I'm very proud of him that he said this. He says, I don't think it's a good idea to do that in public because, you know, some people might be offended by that. They think, okay, why is that one get person getting special treatment and not me sort of thing? I did just as much work or whatever for, you know, for the, the company or the, the core. Um, and so, yeah, just him pointing out, you know, I think it's good to do it like he mentioned, um, individually instead of in public, even though I, you know, there are, you know, awards and stuff like that. But I think it's important to know that if you want that employee to really matter, it's better to do it one-on-one -on -one first, I think. So, so that's a very good point. Um, so maybe let's go into your books that, uh, uh, you know, maybe give me a comparison of what uh, your current Thanks Again book uh, the differences between that, like what do you talk about mostly in that book and your previous books? Okay, well, I'll, do, I'll try my best. Um, okay. Uh, and actually, that's something that at the point where I was writing a book proposal, that was really important to define. Mm -hmm. um, what The first book, I think I describe it as more, well, it's got a lot of stories in it. It has a lot of research into it. It was about convincing people that recognition is important. Right. This book mm -hmm. has taken a different approach. It has said, you know, the people who are going to buy this book already yeah. believe in the power of staff recognition. They right. don't need to be convinced. So I don't try to spend, I, there's a very little research in there. There's almost, mm -hmm. there are no stories in there to mm -hmm. you know, illustrate how it, it is. It gets you right down to business. It's divided mm -hmm. into 30 themes. Each theme relates to something that you might face in terms of recognition. Mm -hmm. uh, there's, one theme, um, well, one the first theme, and then it says, create a staff recognition kit. Assemble oh. the tools you need to recognize people. And two mm -hmm. by tools, I include ideas on how to recognize people. Mm -hmm. um, the, another one uh, is called um, uh, creating, making staff recognition a habit. Yes. Uh, and it's just kind of a lot of ways to develop, little tricks you can use to trick yourself into making recognition a habit. Uh, this one that focuses on my number one staff recognition tool, which is thank you cards. And I talk about oh, how to yes. use thank you cards and why it's, uh, I don't spend so much time talking about why it's important, but how to make them more valuable to the people. As simple as, as, simple as rather than just leaving it on someone's desk, try mailing it to somebody's home because nobody gets a handwritten thing uh, at home and put a real stamp on it. the more colorful the stamp, the better. Yeah. Um, there's another one talking about, you'll notice on, on both my books, um, one of the things, and even on this cup that I have here, it's, it's a replica of a post-it note. Love it. Well, Love it. A simple, simple little thing. Very, yeah. doesn't take very long. Doesn't cost very much. Mm. Quick little note, stick it to somebody's computer screen or, onto their desk or something like that, leave a message. Mm -hmm. uh, there's another chapter talking about how to write. This is one that was I not even contemplated when I wrote the first one, is how to recognize people who work remotely. 
There's another ah. one uh, which talks about how recognition, you know, think of a workplace that is diverse. Well, how do you make the workplace, how can you use recognition to create an inclusive workplace? Right. And um, there's another uh, theme focused on what we can do on day one or maybe even a bit earlier to start helping that uh, new staff member build their commitment to the organization. Because right. often what happens, and I actually talk about this in the first book, though mm -hmm. uh, in more details in terms of stories, but, you know, on the day one, you know, people start getting buyer remorse very easily if we don't do a good job of welcoming them into the organization. Yeah. Uh, there's uh, chapters on, uh, or themes I call them on uh, humor, using humor effectively uh, in recognition, how to make recognition more environmentally friendly, mm -hmm. uh, how to assess your recognition. There's also, how do we, how do we encourage peer recognition? How do we recognize our peers? And yeah. even though this is written for leaders, I also included a theme about national, you know, how do you recognize your boss? Because just because somebody is higher up, has moved up, being promoted doesn't mean all of a sudden their need for recognition has disappeared. Yeah. But sometimes we forget that. There's also one's practices and what you shouldn't do, what you shouldn't say when you're recognizing staff. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, I even identify, uh, I think, oh, about a dozen excuses that people give for not recognizing staff. And I said, if you hear one of these excuses, mm -hmm. here's your response to it. So wow. all kinds of information, but but the the thing is, when you pick up when you pick up the book, mm -hmm. you find the theme that you want, and you turn to that theme. Uh, they're all you know, of course, all listed in the table of contents and so on. Wow. And, yeah. So that's basically. Oh, by the way, I had over a hundred uh, staff recognition ideas left over, so I just threw them in at the back of the book as a bonus section. Oh, nice! Oh, wonderful! You know, you touched on the thank you cards, and I did see them at the. Uh at the book launch. And uh, it just made me think of, um, you know, teachers, especially I've, I've heard this many times again, and I still do this with my son. Um, at Christmas time, I get him to, to write Christmas cards for his teachers. And this has been since kindergarten. Um, and last year, uh, he actually did uh, give one to one of his teachers. And uh, I always ask him, how did it go? And, and one of his teachers said, you know that we're we're a sucker for for cards, right? Doesn't matter what. So, uh, you are totally right about that. And I have a friend who is actually in the educational sector, and she's she has a, a drawer, a box full of cards that he, she's had throughout her lifetime, and she's she continues to save them. So there are people like her who would probably grab onto those when her she's not feeling, you know, having a good day and just read them and know that she's made an impact on these people. And then there are people who, oh, thank you for the card and throw it away, but I can guarantee you there's still a little bit of an effect even in that that moment that they received the card, right? So I, I totally agree with you on the card thing, but those are wonderful, uh, wonderful ideas. My goodness. Oh, this is great. Um, me, so, um, yeah, go I was, ahead. I was just going to pick up on what you said. One of the yeah. things I, I say, and I think it's on the uh, theme about day one, I said the first time you recognize a person, or maybe it's in the thank you card, first time you give someone a, a thank you note, yeah. hand them a file folder as well and say, oh. you might need to keep these because there are going to be, as you said, there are going to be days when things aren't going so yeah. well. You might want to just reread those. And yeah. like the teacher you described, 
I don't know that yeah. I've ever discarded a thank you card. I've got a couple thank you cards. I can't read the signature, so I have no idea anymore how where they came from, other yeah. than a generic. I think this came from actually the one I'm thinking of right now came from somebody who I supervised, and when she oh, was leaving, wow. she wrote me a thank you note. Oh. The other thing that you touched on is Christmas cards. Okay, so yeah. you're writing Christmas cards or something like that to yeah. staff members. Yeah, don't just say have a good Christmas. Yeah, talk about one or one or two of the things that they do that you appreciate. Just add oh. a little, you know, a little. Include a little note saying, you know, yeah. over the last, uh, you know, this past few months, I've noticed yeah. how you have done such and such. I really mm -hmm. appreciate that. Um, and the other thing is that you touched on is uh, one of the other themes is about recognition through the years. And I've broken it yeah. down to the four seasons and suggest things that would be appropriate for the different seasons. Yeah. For example, we're in the fall, mm -hmm. Thanksgiving. There's nothing yeah. more related to the recognition than same Thanksgiving. And uh, so, you know, take a moment, to, you know, maybe over this, the Thanksgiving weekend, and think about work and, you know, not too much about work, but well, think well. about who at work really makes a difference, who you yeah. really appreciate, and make a note to say something to them. Or in the days before and after Thanksgiving, if you're sending email to someone, add a little postscript that says, I'm thankful to be able to work with you and then explain why and that explanation of why is really important we have to yeah. we have to we don't just say thank you for whatever you did you know mm -hmm. or just you know sometimes we'd say we appreciate you just for being there yeah. you know for being you yeah. but we in recognition we're saying you've done something it's a behavior we want you to see you repeat it mm -hmm. we'll do that thank you uh, I, I you know you talked you in the introduction you said we're coming up to canadian thanksgiving well, you know, Thanksgiving is so important. Why don't we celebrate both? Yeah. And of course, that last Thursday in, in November is a work day mm -hmm. for us here in Canada. But yeah. why don't you declare it thanks, uh, thank you to Thursday? And oh, maybe yeah. It's so good. Maybe you have one every month. Maybe even yeah. one every Thank you Thursday every, every, every week. Yeah. So lots of things we can do. Lots of ways we can bring recognition yeah. into are, you know, what's happening around us all the time. Yeah. When I, and when it comes to gratitude in the workplace, it can't just be a one, one event only, right? One time only. It has to be continuous to help with their, everybody's growth, I guess you could say, and, and for them to thrive in the workplace, I think, right? Yeah. I'm just, uh, coincidentally, I'm just writing a, um, an article uh, for my blog and newsletter. And it's mm -hmm. about, someone said to me the other day, um, you know, um, I don't recall ever being recognized, oh. you know, and I doubt very much over a decades long career is mm -hmm. now a retired teacher that this person hasn't been recognized. And in fact, I have evidence that the person has been, but oh. two things are missing there. One, maybe how the person is recognized yeah. wasn't appropriate. And mm -hmm. secondly, recognition didn't occur often enough. So, yes. um, Gallup has a, a survey it does, and one of the questions on this 12-question uh, survey is, in the last seven days, has someone at work recognized you for something? Uh -huh. Well, the implication of that, uh, though they never say it in any either of the books I've read from Gallup about this, they never say, and we think everyone should be recognized about once a uh -huh. week. Uh -huh. But you know what? It's a, not a bad target to go for. Uh -huh. Um, that's powerful. 
I was just thinking as you were talking, you know, how can we, if we're going to make uh, gratitude a habit, how, what would you recommend to just, you know, every human, uh, how can we get into the habit and start exercising it as a, you know, almost a daily thing? Is there some kind of exercise or something that we can do to, so that it becomes part of our, our life, you know, eventually? Sure. There's uh, yeah. several things we can do. Okay. One, uh, you make that commitment. Yeah. Uh, perhaps you schedule time in your day and block it off and just say the, during these 15 minutes uh, from you know, 1.30 to 1.45 or whatever is an appropriate time, maybe at the end of the day. Actually, the end of the day is a wonderful time to be, just before you go home, think of something good that happened mm. and, and then leave a note in somebody's desk or post it or something so they'll see it first thing in the morning, which is a great yeah. way for them to get started. Their, their mm. next day started. Um, Another thing you do is you could create accountability, make yourself accountable to someone. Whether if you have an administrative assistant, maybe that's a person. If you have a supervisor, maybe just a colleague, anybody, and somebody who's going to come to you and say, "Lady, Melania, mm -hmm. who have you recognized re recently?" Uh, and and just ask that question. Another little trick uh, that I've been talking about for years is what I now call recognition rocks. And these are just oh. uh, like, uh, actually, uh, uh, I think in the at the book uh, launch, I actually gave someone a set of these, and it's just oh. five pebbles uh, in a little plastic bag. Comes with the owner's manual, uh, and the owner basically the, the instructions are really simple. At the beginning of the day, put five or three rocks or whatever in one pocket, and then move it to the other pocket. Every time you recognize oh. someone, move one of those tokens. And by the end of the day, the goal, your goal is to have moved that, uh, all of them, whether whatever you, you start out with in your one pocket, all of them have been moved to the other pocket. Um, I used to not use rocks. I used to just use pennies. And I'd give everyone in my audience five pennies. And I remember this one woman comes up to me at the end of a session and she says, you know, that was a great session, really learned a lot. I said, well, you know, thank you very much. I appreciate that you got something. She says, yeah, now I can move one of these damn pennies. Okay, so I was helping her, I hope, create a habit. Yeah. Another thing is, going back to thank you notes, put a, box, a package of thank you notes right on your desk where you see them all the time. And you say to yourself, uh, whenever you see that, is maybe there is somebody I should be writing a thank you note to. And you pick oh. up your pen and write that thank you note. So that's it. Um, sometimes you want to kind of uh, kind of reward yourself for doing recognizing someone mm -hmm. that you say um, after I spent fifteen minutes recognizing people, I'll take a break, make myself a nice cup of tea, and just sit down and read my favorite uh, mystery novel or something like that. Yeah. So there's you know that um, and th that idea actually is kind of developed from um, Atomic Habits by James Clear. And ah. another one is, uh, he's, and I think another one which, again, he wasn't talking about recognition per se, but the idea that uh, you associate, you know, whenever, you know, whenever I finish a meeting, I'll sit down and write, uh, prepare the notes, the highlight, you know, the highlights, what we accomplished, the actions that I've done that. And mm -hmm. then when I've done that, I'll think, who really contributed that meeting? And maybe write that person a little thank you note. Oh, so the so habit of, is writing down the actions. Yeah. The new habit is to write, then write 
a couple thank you note expressing appreciation for people for their contribution during the meeting. Wow, those are amazing. Thank you so much. Um, I want to go into now what uh, you know what uh, projects or other initiatives you have down the road or you're doing right now. I think you said you you're writing a, another book or planning to. <laughs> I am. Um, this one will not be about well, if I stick with my plan, um, this will not be about recognition. It will be about hiring oh. uh, and conducting interviews and so on. And there's no shortage of books there. Uh, well, yeah. there's not nearly as many books about how to hire the right people as how to mm. get the right job for those of us, those people who are looking for jobs. So right. I think there's still a thing. But this one is going to be different because what I've done is I've said, uh, I like, I like, if I could write the book I really want to write, it would be a murder mystery. Oh, nice. Uh, uh, I just don't. Either I don't have a great, ima- good enough imagination, <laughs> or maybe I just don't lie well enough, which I, a novelist I met one time says, oh, that's all you have to do is lie a lot. Okay. Oh. Um, so so what I'm going to, what I do, though, is I, I read a lot of mysteries. And so what I want to do, what I've discovered is I read them and say, you know, that technique, you're, you know, when you're looking at motive, in a murder case, well, that's just like what what motivates employees, what causes them to do things, what are their values. Oh. So, what I'm going to do is take passages from a you know from Agatha Christie or uh, the Sherlock Holmes book, oh, yeah. something like that, and just yeah. use those uh, to um, to kind of get become the starting point for the for a short chapter about some aspects of it. Um, you know, again, uh, her plural says things like, um, uh, you know, you have to use the gray cells. Well, that just, I can use that to remind people, you know, it's about thinking. You have to think uh-huh. about that. Or several, you know, there are all kinds of examples there of, of people who, detectives who ask a question of a yeah. suspect or a potential suspect, and then they just wait for that person to reply uh-huh. and that there's real that silence in a conversation especially when it's an interview and somebody you're the candidate it just uh-huh. kind of sucks information out of people because really what we're doing is we're looking for clues we're gathering as much evidence we are we are checking alibis by talking to references wow. so it's all yeah so that's where i think my next book is going to be I certainly okay. have done the research. I've got, you know, I, uh, I'm always going through it. I find something like right in front of me. I have something out of "Murder Is Easy," which is a Agatha yeah. Christie book I just read, and yeah. uh, I, I just noted a passage there that, yeah, I think I might be able to use that. Now, I'm not going to be. I won't use all of them because there's just mm-hmm. too many examples. Yeah. But I'll get the best examples. So that's where wow. my next book is. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. And you also do uh, speaking engagements, right? Uh, that's right. I've got, um, uh, yeah, I forget how many. I've got a few coming up in the new year. Wow. Wow. And, um, um, and, uh, and I'm always looking for more because, because you know, I enjoy, I'm an introvert. I don't like talking. I don't yeah. like speaking. But once I start, I really enjoy it. And the oh. other, the benefit from, you know, the benefit for me is I get to learn. I always get an opportunity to hear from people and so yeah. on. Like, um, again, I'm thinking particularly of a first book. I told a story about um, the, kind of the importance of families, which is also a theme in, 
in my new book, but uh, this it was a different it took a different approach, and it was about a story I wrote about having really good service from this fifty year old plumber um, okay. uh, from the gas company, and I put it in my newsletter, and his boss saw it, passed it on to him. He gave it to his mother. His mother, who must have been well, when you have fifty year old son, yeah. you probably. Uh, left me a, a voicemail and it was like oh. it was really powerful because she was so nervous and so nervous until oh. she came to the very end and she says i'm dan's mother and you know so you know 75 or 80 years old and she's still proud of what her looking for reasons to be proud of what her son has done i told yeah. this story at a teacher's convention a woman came up to me afterwards and said oh i was showing my mother around the school on a weekend, we bumped into the principal who was there. He talked about what he liked about what I was doing in the school. And every time now, every time I say, well, maybe it's time to move on. The mother says, oh, why would you do that? Uh -huh. They love you where you are. You know, the, the mother has become a staff retention uh, ally yeah. to the principal. Isn't that, that, that you just uh, uh, reminded me of a. Uh, event that happened to me and i think it's important that um that the, you know the effects of the gratitude impacts not just the person the receiver but obviously their their families their friends right and uh that's very powerful yeah i had i had that happen with me a friend of mine long ago i was uh kind of i was there for her during uh, her darkest time and i had ended up this was in calgary I ended up uh, coming to visit my mom here on the like on a weekend here in edmonton and um i said if you need i said to my friend if you ever need anything just give i'll give you my mom's number to call and she did end up calling her and i didn't know that i wasn't home and uh, my mom passed on the message and the first thing she said was um you know your friend said that um you're an amazing human and so for my mother to hear that someone else thinks that her daughter is an amazing human, that that was powerful to me. And I'll remember that to this day. So I, I love that story that you just shared. Um, you know, since uh, we're coming to a close here, I, I have a very important question to ask you. What matters to you? What matters to Nelson? Well, every, in everything I do, uh, in my writing and in my speaking, it really comes down to a very few words. And that is, I want to, to enable people, leaders, managers, supervisors, principals, whomever, I want to help them hire, engage, and retain the right people. Yeah. Yes. That is powerful. Very powerful. Wow. Thank you, Nelson. This has been an amazing session. I look forward to many more on gratitude because, like I said, that's my mantra. I love talking about it. And uh, I wish you a very happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> thank you I'm again. You. And thank, you, thank for you. Thank you. Inviting me onto your show. Thank you. Thank you.